Hope College. Let's give another round of applause to the gospel choir. Over the course of this uh, academic year, I've been doing a mini-series on the idea of hope. And the real question is, how can we become a people characterized by hope? A, a true hope, a gritty hope, a hope that's resilient even in the face of tough times, in the face of, of a bleak outlook. And our topic this morning is hope through gratitude. And we're going to try to get at this question of how can we become a people of hope by looking at the topic of gratitude obviously makes sense for this week. This is Thanksgiving week. And um, I just want to say, first of all, that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Of all the holidays, Thanksgiving is my favorite. And I love Thanksgiving for a few reasons. First of all, Thanksgiving is one of the few American holidays left that's relatively pure. It's relatively uncommercialized. Unlike Christmas, for example, which is so far gone, it's never coming back. Thanksgiving is relatively uncommercialized. Thanksgiving also falls into a very exclusive category of American holidays where, based on the name of the holiday, you know exactly what you're supposed to do to recognize the holiday. Thanksgiving, it's a day of giving thanks. There aren't a lot of other holidays that fall into that category. There are some, I'll read you some of the examples. Uh, January 8th is clean off your desk day. It's a good one, I like that, pretty straightforward. March 30th is take a walk in the park day. I look forward to that every year. Uh, April 25th um, is Hug Your Plumber Day. Every year that day is better than I expect it to be. <laughs> September 19th is International Talk Like a Pirate Day. It's real, I looked it up on the internet. <laughs> and then of course there's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, the name of the holiday tells you exactly what you're supposed to do. It's a day of giving thanks. And I like that, it's straightforward. I also like Thanksgiving because it's kind of this like covert, undercover theological holiday. Unlike Christmas and Easter, which are sort of in your face, blatant religious holidays, Thanksgiving isn't like that. But if you really think about it, Thanksgiving is a holiday that you can't actually recognize. You can't celebrate Thanksgiving without God because Thanksgiving requires a giver. One of my favorite questions to ask atheists, and most of my friends and colleagues from my old life in New York City would put themselves into that category, atheists. And one of my favorite questions to ask is, what do you do with your gratitude? I mean, when it comes to the biggest, most important things in your life, like your life itself, for example, you didn't do anything to be put on this earth. So to whom are you grateful for your life? Biology? Your parents? Who do you thank? What about the people around you who you love and care about, your friends, your family? Who do you thank? Biology, science? Or go outside at night and look up at the stars. Who do you thank for the stars? The Big Bang? The cosmos? Maybe you can try, but I have a feeling that after trying to thank the cosmos, you'll eventually discover that behind the cosmos is a creator, a God who loves you, a God who has showered you with blessings and has been pursuing you your whole life. One of the interesting things about gratitude is that you don't have to be a Christian to recognize the benefits of gratitude, but I think inherently gifts require a giver. Um, our society today, to be honest, our culture today doesn't fully um, appreciate gratitude. I mean, if you, if you were to rank the top uh, human virtues, for example, uh, imagine that, for example, you're in a job interview and they ask you uh, to name your top characteristic. You know, what's the best uh, trait that describes you? You know, uh, commonly acceptable answers would be leadership 
or courage or empathy or you know, I'm just this really caring person or I'm a really hardworking person. But if you were to go into a job interview and say, I'm just really grateful, it's like kind of a red flag. You would think like maybe this person doesn't have the kind of leadership, the kind of change attitude that we're looking for in a, in a leader. And yet, um, the ancients held a very different view of gratitude than we hold today. In fact, Cicero, more than 2,000 years ago, said, gratitude is the greatest of all the virtues. It's the parent of all the others. And what's interesting is that today, modern social science is actually affirming what Cicero said more than 2,000 years ago. Scientific research today shows that if you're a person who expresses gratitude, you're healthier, you have a better immune system, you have better mental health, you're less likely to be stressed out, you're less likely to be depressed, and you sleep better. So you don't have to believe in God to appreciate the benefits of gratitude, but gifts require a giver. And when it comes to the biggest, most important things in your life, there's no obvious giver other than God himself. And this, in fact, is exactly what President Abraham Lincoln recognized when he officially proclaimed Thanksgiving to be an American holiday in 1863. I want to read you part of his Thanksgiving proclamation when he officially proclaimed Thanksgiving to be an American holiday. I think we can put this on the screen. It says, the year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, Others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. By the way, that is called writing. That is amazing rhetoric, and I love that. I love that, first of all, because it's a brilliant piece of writing by Lincoln, and it's one that's not often recognized. But I also love it because Lincoln so articulately describes this fact that when you say thank you, you have to say thank you to someone. You can't have thanksgiving without God. In fact, what the Bible actually says is that giving thanks is the way you get close to God. The Bible says that thanksgiving is like the password it's the password that we use to enter into God's goodness, to enter into God's presence. Psalm 100 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Psalm 95 says, come before him with thanksgiving. Do you feel distant from God? Do you wanna be closer to God? Well, the Bible clearly spells out how you get closer to God. You enter his gates with thanksgiving, not just in good times, but all the time. I mean, by the way, if you know anything about American history, you know that the state of our country was pretty bleak in 1863 when Abraham Lincoln officially proclaimed Thanksgiving as an American holiday. I mean, if you think things are bleak now, if you think our country is divided now, well, in 1863, we were literally in the middle of a civil war. And it was with that as a backdrop that Abraham Lincoln declared Thanksgiving an official holiday. And notice the first sentence in that proclamation. The first sentence says, this has been a year filled with blessings. And think about that. Think about what the CNN news alert would look like if they existed back then. It would say something like, with hundreds of thousands of Americans dead on the battlefield, 
the president declares this a year of blessing. And on one hand, it does look totally out of touch for Lincoln to say that. And yet, on the other hand, it's profoundly in touch with this remarkable biblical concept that there's always something to be thankful for. And it's through our gratitude, it's through our thankfulness that we enter into God's goodness. It's through our gratitude that we enter into God's presence. And when we give thanks, no matter what, no matter what's going on, we act on the premise that God's promise is true. So regardless of what's happening in the present, we can be thankful, we can rejoice, because the one who holds the last hour of history in his hand has promised that for those of us who follow him, everything will be glorious in the end. And when we celebrate Thanksgiving, even in the midst of tough times, like Lincoln did, it's like we're bringing forward a piece of that lavish celebration and giving ourselves a foretaste of it now. Life is full of trouble, but because of Jesus, we can look that trouble in the eye and say, thank you, nevertheless. See, gratitude is like the ultimate act of defiance. And we can do that because of Jesus. Jesus didn't let our guilt have the last say. His grace was defiant, and therefore our gratitude can be defiant also. So two quick things as we close. I want to give you two uh, hopefully practical things in terms of how you can become a person filled with gratitude. First, you just have to express it. You have to express gratitude. Gratitude is not real unless you express it. Two weeks ago, our son Oliver turned seven, and we had five of his friends over to the house for a small birthday party. Uh, they gave him presents, and as long as there have been kids and presents, parents have been asking a four-word question. What do you say? <laughs> Every time he opened a present, we would say, Oliver, what do you say? And he would say, thank you. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's painful, but we want our kids to be full of gratitude. And here's the thing, it's not like, like Oliver could have said, well, my friends know I'm thankful on the inside. No, it doesn't work that way. Unless you say thank you out loud, your gratitude doesn't exist. And it works the same way with us and God. You can say, well, God knows I'm grateful on the inside. Well, does he? Unless you're expressing your gratitude, your gratitude isn't real. So you have to express it. And then the second thing you have to do is you have to remember what you're grateful for. Remember what God has done for you. Write it down. Journal about it. Memorialize it. Make it a part of your life that you think about often. One of the things I did a few years ago, and it's changed my life, is I forced myself almost every day to write down at least one thing that I'm grateful for. And some of the sweetest moments that I've ever had with God is when I go back and look at the list of things I'm grateful for. And in the Psalms, in the book of Psalms in the Bible, you see David writing the Psalms with this urgency to remember all of the things that God has done for him. One of the best places is Psalm 103. And David says, let all that I am praise the Lord, and may I never forget the good things he's done for me. And then he goes on and he lists some of the good things God has done for him. He forgives sins, he heals disease, he redeems me from death, he crowns me with love and tender mercies, he fills my life with good things, and my youth is renewed like the eagles. That's big stuff. And the reality is that no matter what, you're, what you have going on in your life, no matter how big it is, there's always something bigger to be thankful for. And it's through that gratitude that you acknowledge God as the giver. It's through that gratitude that you enter into God's presence. And it's through that gratitude that you develop this defiant hope even in the midst of hard times. So Hope College, what I'm grateful for this Thanksgiving is you. I am grateful for all of you, and I'm grateful for the chance to be here serving all of you. May you have a happy Thanksgiving, and go in peace.